Welcome to the Service Department News Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news and developments from across the service department, apart hotel and extended stay sectors. So today I'm speaking with Marilee Carr, CEO of Under the Doormat. Um, Under the Doormat have recently opened an apart hotel in Chelsea in partnership uh, with the Cadogan Estate. So Marilee, tell us about how, how that partnership came about. Yeah, so actually it came about because one of our investors um, introduced us to the Cadogan Estates and they were at that point looking at what they were going to do next with this building, um, Three Sloan Gardens, uh, because the lease and and the previous people that they'd worked with was coming to an end um, and they wanted to run it much more as an upscale boutique apart hotel. So under the doormat, obviously having experience of managing homes across London, um, you know, we were well placed to do this. It's a smaller building than than a lot of hotels and it's all apartments. Um, So there are nine apartments plus the apartment where the caretaker is living, um, who's our, you know, reception and concierge and everything all in one. Um, And so, you know, that experience that we had meant that we were well placed. and that was a quite a long period because originally they were going to re- renovate the whole building um, and then appoint the the operators. So we met them before they conducted those renovations. Um, and then Colliers International was hired to find the operator. Um, so we went through a competitive process with Colliers International um, and were selected um, out of that competitive process to operate the building. Um, so that was uh, that deal was signed uh, back early August. Um, so we've had just under two months between signing the contract to launch, which is this Thursday, um, <laughs> coming up. Um, so it's been, um, uh, an incredibly quick couple of months, um, uh, to get everything ready in the midst of a pandemic. Um, so it's been an exciting, uh, project to work on so far, um, and exciting to be working with one of the greatest states. Um, you know, Cadogan is in this for the long term, um, as are we. And I think it's a, a great opportunity to work together and, and, and show what we can deliver in this kind of context. Mm-hmm. So the building presumably is one of the, is a grand uh, Edwardian townhouse that's been converted, is it? Yeah, so it's, um, it's one of the old buildings. Um, I mean, if you, if you sort of just do Google Maps of Sloan Gardens, um, the whole street is this old red brick um and beautiful tree lined street i mean it, it's stunning um and it's one of those buildings um i mean it's it's been apartments even before the renovation so um actually in a prior life this building was actually some kind of timeshares um so that's basically what you know what was in here prior um but it's always been apartments um and it's just been renovated so everything's brand new kitchens bathrooms all that kind of thing mm-hmm. And what do you think um, made the uh, landlords opt for the apart hotel model rather than more traditional vacation rental units, which which perhaps is your background is more where you're coming from? Well, to be honest, the way I see it is in the hospitality world, the lines are blurring. So, you know, I don't think customers are looking for necessarily a vacation rental or an apart hotel or a hotel room. They look for location. They look for the kind of thing that, that, that they want for their particular um, circumstances and they find the product that they like. Um, so I think in many ways in the hospitality world, we've kind of tried to pigeonhole things. It's either a service department or it's an apart hotel or it's a vacation rental. Um, and I actually think customers don't care. Customers are looking for the right 
property in the right location for the right price, um, and they don't really care what we're branding it. Um, so from our point of view, you know, I think one of your, your questions is about the types of guests that we'll get. Um, and what we expect is it will be a combination of business travelers, um, as well as vacation rental type tourists who are looking for an apartment in a wonderful location. Um, but I think what we'll also see is that, you know, in a COVID world, what you also see is a lot of people who used to only choose hotels opting for apartments for that additional privacy, additional space. Um, and so by having an apart hotel, I think what we'll find is a lot of leisure travelers who traditionally chose hotels opting for this site uh, because it is that perfect combination between hotel service, having someone on site um, versus vacation rental, which often people think of, well, I'm never gonna see anyone. I just get the keys out of a lockbox and, and that's it. Um, so we really saw it as a blending um, and, and we think customers will choose it because it's the right mix of, of product elements that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you said you're launching uh, later this week. So how, how are the bookings looking at the moment? Because it's obviously a, an extremely challenging time to open. Yeah. So, I mean, to be honest, inquiries are really high. Um, I, I have to be really honest in that, you know, when you've got a two month lead time, um, we had to get all the furniture installed and uh, I'm still on site today and we're taking photographs of, of some of the flats as we speak. So it's very much a soft launch because we only had one marketing flat that we could actually sell um, in the lead up. Um, and so we will only have them all live for sale by Thursday. So, um, so yeah, we have some bookings, we have lots of inquiries from some of the press and PR that we've done. Um, but we haven't had a full launch on all the platforms in the way that you would if you had a six month lead time. Um, so that, that's of course the challenge when you're dealing with tough timelines. Flip side of that is, is that, you know, what we're seeing across our portfolio is much later bookings anyway. People are booking much more last minute, no matter whether you advertised it for six months or two days. Um, so we expect that the bookings will pick up relatively quickly um, because of the offer and, and the location. Mm -hmm. And do you have plans to operate any more apart hotels? And if so, where do you think they're likely to be? So absolutely, this is the first of what we hope will be many. Um, obviously, London is, is the area where we currently operate. Um, the beauty of our, our normal model is that we operate across all of London. So, you know, we're not limited to Chelsea and Kensington. Um, we can operate apart hotels across the entire city as far out as, as Richmond. Um, and so, you know, we're open to those opportunities. Obviously, whether that's extending what we're doing with Cadogan, working with other great estates or other portfolio owners. Um, and, you know, that can be for us other apart hotels, but it can also be just portfolios of properties because we have that ability to work in a single building or in a distributed model. Mm -hmm. So would you see potential for you to work in buildings which have a variety of uses and, and planning classes? So C1, C3 and you know, as you say, the lines are blurring. So you'd be happy to operate a range of different tenures. Absolutely. Um, and I think that flexibility is what we offer to, you know, property owners, landlords, etc. Um, is that we can operate in any of those instances. So we can operate 
you know, where it is up to 90 days per year um, in this sort of C3 planning class, um, or we can operate year round. Um, and whether that is a single individual property, a portfolio of properties or a whole building. So um, this kind of completes the mix for us because we always did distributed properties or portfolios of properties across different locations. Um, and this building is the first time when we've had so many properties in one building, obviously with slick C1 planning permission. Mm -hmm. And finally, Mary, what, what do you think um, was the deciding factor in, in Cadogan choosing you guys rather than anyone else who tended for the project? I would imagine some sort of more traditional service department operators would have been very interested. So why do you think you got the gig? Oh, I mean, look, I, I, I can't say I know definitively the answer, but I think the feedback we've had from them is they found us to be extremely professional, um, that we are very quick and flexible and we're able to meet requirements in, in very short timeframes. Um, you know, I, I would say because we're maybe a younger business, we're more agile. Um, so our ability to adjust things quickly um, is maybe a bit better than, you know, large service department companies who have just a standard operating procedure they never deviate from. Um, so I would say the professionalism and the flexibility and that agile approach uh, were probably the key things that they fed back as, as positive so far. Thanks, Marily. Good to talk to you today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Service Department News Podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with all the latest industry news, head over to servicedepartmentnews.com and sign up to our twice-weekly newsletter. Service Department News is part of the International Hospitality Media Portfolio.